The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam said Virginians have a responsibility to condemn racist acts and violence following the killing of eight people in Atlanta. Six of them were women of Asian descent. In his statement released yesterday, Northam said, quote, we must do everything we can to make their safety a priority and stand against all forms of injustice. A study released this week by a group tracking discrimination against Asian Americans reported nearly 3,800 instances of harassment in 2020. The U.S. House of Representatives has again approved a resolution to lift the deadline for ratifying the Equal Rights Amendment. As Whitney Evans reports, the proposal faces a tougher road in the Senate. Virginia became the 38th state to ratify the ERA last year, making it the last state needed to amend the Constitution. But because Congress created a 1982 deadline, opponents say the amendment is dead. Those who support the amendment, first drafted in 1923, say Congress can override the deadline. Virginia Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger supports the ERA. This arbitrary deadline has gotten in the way of us celebrating real, full ratification of the Equal Rights Amendment. So removing this deadline is important to the continued progress towards the pursuit of ensuring constitutional equality for everyone. The House approved the same resolution last year, but the Senate refused to consider it. Supporters say with Vice President Kamala Harris acting as tiebreaker, the measure has a chance. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Governor Ralph Northam released preliminary guidelines yesterday for schools and universities holding in-person graduations this spring. His office says the governor reached the decision after consulting with health and education officials. Outdoor ceremonies will be capped at 5,000 people or 30 percent capacity of the venue, whichever is less. Indoor ceremonies will be limited to 500 people or 30 percent capacity. Also, people who attend in-person graduations will have to follow health and safety guidelines, like wearing a mask and maintaining physical distance. The process to get a COVID-19 vaccine is getting a little easier for older adults in Richmond and Henrico County. Yesterday, the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts announced residents ages 65 and older can now call to schedule a COVID-19 vaccination appointment directly. That means older residents won't have to wait for a call or email from the health department when an appointment is available. The number for the Richmond and Henrico Health District's COVID-19 hotline is 804-205-3501. It's open Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Many Virginians are still being hospitalized for COVID-19. As of Wednesday, the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association is reporting 79% of intensive care beds are occupied. About 3,300 inpatient beds are available, while about 1,100 Virginians are currently hospitalized for COVID-19. 31% of ventilators in hospitals are in use. In total, there are about 2,900 ventilators across the state. The Community Hubs, a recent outreach effort from Richmond Public Schools, has provided a lifeline for many families during the pandemic. As Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa reports, the goal is to make school resources more accessible in an effort to combat absenteeism. 
The program brings resources into neighborhoods through community liaisons. For second grader Kali Gales, that's Ms. Brown from Carver Elementary. She stops by the house every day. The one that buys me cereal and school stuff. I interviewed Kali. You work a lot. And his grandmother, Carla Hargrove in Gilpin Court. They live there with Kali's mom. The pandemic has been tough on their family, and Hargrove says her grandson has struggled with virtual classes. But the community hubs, she says, have made a big difference. If you call her right now, one o'clock in the morning, just to say I need somebody to talk to, she's always there. Always. Erin Brown is a director of family and community engagement at RPS. She says the program reframes how the district thinks about attendance by digging deeper into the systemic causes of chronic absenteeism. Kids can't learn if their basic needs aren't met. The community hubs launched in September. The program has been limited to porch visits during the pandemic, but RPS says it will expand over time. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Wednesday, March 17th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at myvpm. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.